Katie and Brady on the podcast. And Randy. Guys, we're back like normal, except you guys, uh, as listeners, would have missed a week, but we've missed three. <laughs> so, uh, time travel's fun. I didn't. <laughs> I love the fourth dimension. But this week, I have to just explain what I've been particularly triggered by. Okay. An, an aspect of humanity, very overlooked, but uh, has come into my focus lately because of my new story. occupation. So, as Ooh. I don't know if I actually even told anybody on here yet or not, but oh, yeah. recently I had got a janitorial job. Cleaning uh, Wells Fargo banks here in Idaho. Just a couple of them a night. And um, just a little public service announcement to everybody. When there's a bar on the door to push on, why the fuck does everybody push on the glass with their greasy, grubby, nasty fucking Dorito McDonald's covered hands? (laughs) I don't understand. That's the the problem. That's the surface with all the germs on it. (laughs) Yep. Turn around I, and use your body part, like your clothes-covered shoulder. Use your shoulder. That's yeah. what I do. I use. I use. I try to just use like your that's what I do. My, my foot, if yeah. I can do it. If my you, foot. You like <laughs> seriously? If you can, if you can actually just work the door with your foot. I do that sometimes Why when I have when my hands are full. Um, I'm a short person. I can use this yeah. part right here, my shoulder. Or sometimes my arms like sweaty, yeah. and I don't want to like get my sweat on the door, well, so I, I a... use like my hip. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. use something I'll use covered in clothes. I use, I'll I have use... the clean glass. I do not put my hands. So on you know, it. I'll, I'll throw oh, a love yeah. handle in there too if I have and, to. And it's the typical argument, like maybe if those people would work service jobs, they'd no. Motherfuckers just be pushing on the middle of the fucking glass door, like right in the center. I every single day I come in. I mean, they're... I had just like spent fourteen minutes cleaning all the windows with the with the squeegee and the scrubber. Well, and the next day I come in, and there's like ten handprints on the fucking door on the glass. When there's a bar on the door to push on. And you don't even have to grab the bar. You just have to push it with your fist. The door is not heavy. It's not a heavy door. You're asking a lot. You're asking for metacognition, which is thinking about your mm-hmm. thoughts. Were you thinking about that some guy had to clean this glass, or do you just right. not well, care? Well, of course. So first, first of all, yeah. first of all, they're Wells Fargo customers. There's already something wrong with Oh, them. yeah. Hey. Also, so something else that's come to my attention lately. So you guys, did I do this last time? I can't Probably. I Stuff know. flows together. But when you guys think of a bank employee... Okay. Sure. What kind of person do you envision? This is important. My Some, wife. Someone that doesn't. Your, your a wife lot. is a bank employee. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're usually, you know, they're usually kind of well dressed. They're dressed mm-hmm. as business professionals, yeah. right? Business professionals. Um, they're in there writing loans and shit like that, right? Yeah. Like I said, someone that doesn't go outside a lot. They are some of the most disgusting people I've ever cleaned up after, and I have toddlers. Really? Yeah. I could see that. Um, the a lot of the people like that my wife works with are more advanced in age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. The area where the tellers are, is that cleaner? Um, Okay. It depends on the day. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, that's where all the fast food garbage goes, is all around there. Okay, so that's that's like your your Gen Z and your millennials. Is that the tellers? Is that the tellers? Those are the tellers. The The people in the offices in the back. Oh, those are always clean. They're millennials, Xers, and Zoomers, right? Or Xers and Boomers. Yeah, Yeah, those are Xers, Boomers. And some millennials. And some older millennials. Geriatric ones, yeah. The only... I wouldn't call geriatric. Doing this job has been interesting. Because I've been able to start to get to know the... Office people buy their what's in their garbage can. Sure, like I know one guy. He drinks a rockstar, a certain kind of rockstar, every single day. 
Okay. And then the other, and then another one, the guy drinks half of a McDonald's iced tea, two of them exactly, because every single day there's two half full McDonald's iced tea cups in his garbage. Why doesn't can. he buy a smaller one? I don't know. Because oh, this is like person. Okay. This is analysis of humans by garbage. This is it's like people watching without actually watching the people. It's been interesting. Well, here's the thing, though, is that like <laughs> if you go to McDonald's, any size beverage is a buck. So why would you buy a small when you can get a large? But if you're but why, that's it the away. thing, though. Even if you're throwing it away, that's that's that. It's that is wasteful. the thing. I just don't get why you have to ha- drink half of it. And it's I get some of it might be the melted ice. I don't know. Maybe maybe but if, like, if you know you're going to drink uh, that amount, even if it does cost the yeah. same, it's like the idea of waste is horrible. Well, Randy has a point though. Like if yeah. you're going to pay a dollar twenty nine in tax, which gets you almost two dollars. What were you? And if you or were extra, two one dollar beverages, thirsty that day, I suppose. That's fair. That's true. Just it, it's just weird that it's every day. Like literally, it is weird. Every if it's day. if it's every day, why aren't you making your own iced tea? Exactly. That's what, that's what I've been saying. Because that's like $35 a month just on yeah. iced tea. Mm-hmm. I call that... Okay, that's another point. So on Facebook this uh, last couple weeks um, for the Athol page. Okay. Mm-hmm. Athol got that new coffee shop last year, the drive through one. And they didn't have a drive through one for a while. Oh, yeah, the coffee crew. But now, pe- now people on the Athol page are bitching like, you guys need to... Like, if, if the fucking line is out to the street, then go around and go to the other window, right? And stuff like that. People are bitching left and right about this coffee shop just because nobody knows like the etiquette of like being in a car anymore for some fucking reason. Most people don't get out of their cars. That's that's, that's true. a California thing, so, by the way. And I'm not being mean. That's what you do. Don't I I got completely lit up because I I just happened to you know put a little bit of logic into the post. So I was like, why don't you guys just make coffee at home? It's so much yeah. cheaper, and you don't have to deal with the line. And you're con- you're bitching about the line. You're still in the line, contributing to the line. You're not making not- it any better. Okay. I've come to the realization that people don't buy coffee, they buy breakfast milkshakes. <laughs> That's basically what it is, yeah. It is a breakfast it milkshake. A it is. It's coffee-flavored sugar cream. It's got a little oh, bit man, of caffeine infused into it. Yeah. I, I was at, I went to, okay, so my, my fun, weird story, uh, like last weekend, I think it was last Saturday, I went to McDonald's, okay. and because the wife's like, I want, I want sausage, muffin, breakfast, I'm like, I love you, I'm going to go do it. Yep. Plus, I also want an egg McMuffin, because, no, you know. They're good. Because it's McMuffins. It's it's, it's McDonald's. Most, it's it's, it's this comfort food that's science. that's you know destroying my brain. But you know I don't care. It's cheap. So I go through the line, you know, because and I'm there at like ten o'clock. So I'm like I got to get through this line fast because breakfast is going to stop in like thirty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, the line moves pretty quickly because breakfast actually. It's like, a limited menu, processes. so it, yeah, it goes. Um, but she wanted a caramel frappe. That's a milkshake, mm. and it's 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 a milkshake with co- it's a coffee flavored milkshake. It is like it's got whipped cream and caramel sauce, and it's it's all that. So I go through, I order like her combo, you know, because she wanted a hash brown in her drink, and then I order like my sandwich and an extra hash brown because I don't need a drink from McDonald's. And as I go through, um, like I look at my receipt because they ask for the it's like, do you want your receipt? I always say yes because I like to know what I bought. Mm-hmm. And I get up there and they're like, all right, two hash browns, McMuffin with egg and a caramel frappe. And it's missing like the sausage McMuffin. And I pull out my receipt and I'm like, well, actually, and I look at the receipt and it's not on there. Hmm. I'm like, no, you're right. And I fold it. I'm like, I'm going to go around again. And they're like, did we forget something? I'm like, no, you didn't. But I ordered it and it showed up as a line item. But what it, what it, what the line item was on the menu board versus the receipt was the upcharge for the, like the chocolate. Like the coffee milkshake. Oh. Ah. Uh, gotcha. And I thought that's what it was, is they just added the X, because the sandwich part of it was there. Well, speaking mm. of sugar drinks, I have something important to say about that. Ooh. There's something that I actually, I don't agree with Bill Mayer very often, but when I do, we kind of line up. Sure. And 
He said it has to do with fat because those drinks mm. have more calories in them mm-hmm. than an entire meal. Sure. So yep. if you're drinking one of those along with eating a meal, you are eating your entire day's needs then, then some. Can I also point out, I'm going to interject just a little bit. Go ahead. Or I'm going to actually add to this, is that um, I am willing to die on the hill that 99% of the people who drink those extra calorie drinks are office workers not burning any calories. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're not. Because they're, it, you're, you're feeding bacteria and yeast. It's a very, it's an mm-hmm. addiction. It's horrible. And it's, it I'm is. not talking about a treat. If you're eating, if you're having those every day or even every other day, never do that, yeah. it's not, if you're having them once or twice a month, mm-hmm. it's a treat. If I understand like the caffeine aspect of the, we'll of the have, coffee drinks. I do too. Just get like a, like a little cappuccino. Well, like look, how they do it in Europe. They have their coffees. You go and order a coffee. It's like, like this a, big. If you guys can't, you guys can't see us. So I'm. Uh, it's like a it's shot glass. Two inches. Yeah, it's well, it's an it's an actual. What shot Bill Mayer was talking about is he yeah. said our fat acceptance, and you should accept everyone for who they are. But re- what is where it's fat celebration is actually a national security We're issue get because on this one. <laughs> well we probably are. I'm okay with this though because guys, I was very fat, and I don't care what any of you say. You do not feel good when you are fat. Your body is not designed to be that way. Now, this is not talking about accepting Katie as a human being, but celebrating something that is causing you to die and be miserable is bad. And we yeah. shouldn't be doing that. And I'm not even talking about what he was talking about. Like, we can't even, we don't even know if young people to fill recruitment for the military. I don't give a shit about that. That all of our young people are heavy. Mm-hmm. You're setting them up to live a miserable life. And that That's is true. what all of these corporate sugar drinks do. And I, I wonder why... There's a lot to unpack here with that whole thought process of it that is, whole fat, fat body positivity movement. I'm all about being But positive. it's like, um, but why did it become to the point where it's like, instead of everybody acknowledging the truth, which is objectively you have to like, you know, exercise and be healthy to not be fat like that, right? Why did that become so controversial? I get not... I get how hard it is to actually change your lifestyle. It's Nobody's just, doing it's not hard. Well, it's a I get struggle. It's I struggle with it every day. But yeah. it's like to celebrate something because... But instead of like doing that and saying, okay, it's going to be a hard road and you know it's going to take perseverance, everybody just goes, no, you know, it's okay to be fucking fat. What? But it's not. What were we watching the other night? Where and now, was... that, now that's not to... De- we're not sitting here... On the on the the other side, extremely or like oh, the I'm extremist not side, going, no, no, going, no, oh, you, no, how no. dare you be fat and you're not a good human being? That's no, not what no, we're no, at. No, that's not what we're saying. We're just saying that you should be healthy. Well, and, and healthy is also you shouldn't not even say you should be healthy. Thin. It's like it's something you should ascribe to be, strive yeah. to be. Too, I, you know? I just think it's important to at least acknowledge that it's hard to be healthy, but it's doable. Well, and and a lot of it but too it's, is it's not that we shouldn't just be like yeah, it's okay, just be as fat as you want. You it shouldn't. hurts me because you, you can't feel good. Well, yeah. there, here's, here's I the didn't thing. feel good. I feel like in the late '90s and early 2000s, there was a very much an anti, like bulimia, anorexic movement. Yes. That's for sure. Like especially because of the like, models. Remember, millennials like, millennials grew yeah. up with a lot of weird like body image issues. We did, and by the end of it. There was a lot of pressure for people to not be anorexic or bulimic mm-hmm. because it, people were – that was a – it was an epidemic. Like people were starving themselves and vomiting and – Eating cotton yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. And there's models balls. eating cotton balls to feel full. And, like it was, it was disgusting. It was incredibly We've toxic in respect. extreme. But the problem yeah. is is that it it's the classic societal overreach where we the, went so far in one direction – 
that it is backlash. It's it's a rubber band effect. I snaps. Yeah. I love seeing different. Okay, not everybody looks the same, and there are some people that are bigger that are healthy and just fine. It's yeah. like I I love seeing all the different bodies. I love that kind of body mm-hmm. positivity. I'm fine with. What I'm not fine with is if there's TikTokers that will sit and eat like. A stupid amount of food, guys. I'm Ta- talking about talking like, about the weird mukbang movement we've got going on right now on the internet. Eat, like 15 Big Macs, yeah. and you, and it's like, and they're celebrating <sighs> being I'm fat, and it's like, but no, that's you're killing yourself. And yeah. would we would we not celebrate cutting your wrist? Remember when people were slicing and dicing? Yeah, like, yeah. That, uh, but in that community of people who were doing it, it was celebrated. Well, and but I, I it just, was kind of like, oh, that's okay. I don't know. It was just well, an aspect of that kind of. Um, Click, I guess you could say. Because I knew... Uh, that's the type of people I used to hang out with in high school. It was like the goth and emo kind of people. Well, they I wasn't like... I never like dressed like that or was like that. Expressing your pain. Like, you yeah. Know, yeah. But I was just kind of an outcast. I was kind of one of those chameleon kids who'd like kind of fit in with any group. I just want to know... Like, and I was I was always wondering like, why do they always like try to one-up each other on who can cut the most? Well, and that's just like it with was this, this huge movement of, you know, not... It's not fat accept, body acceptance. It's not that. It's, it's celebration. They're celebrating. Yeah. And I just can't buy it. I can't buy it. I don't... Well, yeah, I don't buy it we, Most Most normal rational people, and that is the majority of humans, like let's be optimistic. The majority of humans are mostly rational. They just want to get through their day. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Sure. But it, but it's just these extremely irrational people. I would never judge a human for what they look like, but if you're engaging in behavior that's causing you harm, I don't want to stand there and be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Like This is it. Oh, go ahead, Randy. Yeah. Well, we were... Because I'm going to say... Wh- what were we watching like... Like three weeks ago, we were at we were at your place after D anD D. We were watching the fat activism lady. Oh, because uh, and Celine was showing you guys the Tim Dillon. Yeah, and Tim Dillon clips and how what fat activism is is just saying like if you're overweight and you say you're a fat activist, that's all you have to do. Yeah, that's the like, activism. That's the activism. Just being part fat of it. is the just activism. being fat is activism, which, which some people do it that way. It's weird. Oh my God, <laughs> but then she lost weight. And then started receiving death threats. Yeah, didn't that happen to like Adele and Lizzo? Yeah, both like, of these um, musical artists that are immensely fat, no. popular. Yeah, well, no, Lizzo's and still part of why they got popular, it was also you know the normal fuckery in the in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Sure, but then there was uh, on top of that fact they were both overweight, and that appealed very specifically to a lot of the overweight young people. It's about because they were like, picture. oh, they're just like me. Finally, they're not just these. Twig blonde chicks that no one's ever going to be look like. It's a market share thing. But then both of them started to lose weight, and both of them like got immense backlash by those same fans. But maybe because they were like instead. Well, it's weird. Instead of observing the like, oh, they're actually showing a good example of how it's doable. Yeah. Because they weren't even. It's like the artists that weren't being toxic about it. They weren't going. Everybody needs to do it. Blah blah blah. No, they just did it, it, and they were trying to. They weren't even like pushing it on people. Like, hey, everybody go exercise. No, they just did it, Mm -hmm. and it became this big thing. But it's a great segue into one of the bigger points I came to this week in my mind, mm-hmm. which is um, I think that institutions, whether it be a corporation or the government or whatever you have, right, any institution needs to stop taking the opinion from Twitter as like this gospel, as, as, as if it's like the gospel thoughts of millions of people. Because it's, it's not. not. It's usually like, it's boss. at the most, 3,000 blue-haired lesbians. Well, it's just and, manipulated. And, the most. And probably a couple of million bots. Yeah, uh, Elon Musk, I think, just revealed it. Was some, 16 million was actual 16 Twitter million? users out of, yeah. what is there, 800 million registered users? Or yeah, like... 700 million. A not a not insignificant portion. For every one human, that means how many bots is that? A lot. Yeah. Too many bots. And it's not like we didn't know this. But my point is, is like... But that's not... You see, it, recently, you've seen, like, the whole woke movement. 
is only because these companies are very quick to react to those opinions on Twitter. That's where like the the movement is happening. That's where like the things are changing. Is is um, institutions are going well? Like ten people on Twitter were arguing, and I think that represents everybody's opinion. So we're gonna do this. That just yeah. How'd that work out in Kansas? Well, every single company who took those stances are now regretting it and going completely the other way. Like Netflix is a great example of that, where they were trying to go woke. And then everybody's like, eh, fucking screw this. On top of them adding all the fees and crap. Everyone's like, nah, we're just done. And then Netflix was like, okay, I'm going to swing the other way hard. And they're going to go, yeah, we're going to make whatever content we want. And you can either fucking watch it or leave. Or you can work here and leave. Or leave. Well, you know what's weird, though? Is that, like, Bridgerton is really popular. And Bridgerton is considered, like, extremely woke. Mm-hmm. But it's also a good... Like, I've not watched a lot of it because it's not really my thing. But, but I think that there's some creativity there in a good right. show, right? So there's also a million I, middle-aged yeah. ladies that have read the books. Uh, I, I did notice there's a difference between, like, woke activism kind of shows. Like sure. that they-them fucking thing that keeps popping up on my ads. Oh, yeah. And then there's the soft... Uh, the soft activism, I call it, where it's like, they just kind of show the world as they kind of, like, imagine As it exists. Well, as Shonda it exists. Rhimes did Grey's Anatomy, so where they just show, show she made Where it's like, they show way. gay people, right? I, but they're not gonna, like, the whole entire show is not about the fact that they're gay. Alright. I It's just I, a small example. I have a weird example for this. Um, so, Disney Plus has one, excuse me, just produced such a metric ton of content recently yeah they've dropped a lot yeah, and then in addition to that they added a bunch of old stuff oh, i know i spent some time um, watching deadpool <laughs> but uh, yeah <laughs> i was very happy about that um but one of the shows i'm excited for was baymax oh yeah 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 because it's very hysterical because it's kind of like a day in the life because like hero goes to school every day baymax doesn't go with him he like wanders around and helps people yeah like like the American healthcare system doesn't exist, and he's just going around <laughs> like, like he's walking on the street. Here's someone say "ow" and just produces band aids for him. Like, but there's an episode. There's there's an episode where he's at a school giving a demonstration on how to apply various types of bandages, and it was like a forty minute presentation. And in the scene, like there's this girl and her friend, and they're getting ready to do this like yo yo competition for a talent show. Because they're going to win because they actually have talent. Nice. Compared to everybody else. And then she goes into the bathroom and discovers that she got her first period. (laughs) Whoops. And I'm not going to lie. I always find that shit hysterical. I don't know why. Like it's, I think it's great for it's, situational humor it's because biology. it's it's biology yeah. and it's real it. and yeah. it's a meme. So yeah, I it really so, is. but the thing is is that it's something that I never experience right. because obviously we I am a biological that. male. Well, it's a trope as old as time like anytime you anytime in especially the 90s there was always a, every sitcom had an episode about it, everything like that. So we like and, we're exposed to the tropes. And yeah. so we have no idea like exactly what it's like. But because Baymax is a medical robot, he explains in a very clinical sense like what is happening. Oh. And she is completely freaking out because she's not ready. Like she doesn't have like, No one's a, ever ready yet. for right. that. Just and so of, Baymax just sucks ass. So there's a scene <laughs> where Baymax goes to get her sanitary products. And he's standing in the store, examining the wall of products, yeah, no turns to the first woman he sees, is like, 
would this be good for a 13 year old prepubescent pubescent girl? And she's like, uh, maybe you should probably start with a pad. This one has wings. And then the scene happens where like every woman in the store apparently converges on this conversation. Yeah. And just like starts providing like product suggestions That's and being awesome. helpful. And one of the women. It's like Amazon Alexa. One of the women is wearing a. Like a baby Bjorn? No, it is. <laughs> it's a shirt. He's making a gesture. Uh, it's it's pink, blue, white. Which pride one is that? Is that that's pink, blue, white? Is Who it knows? pan? I think it's Maybe. pan. I'm not like she's wearing. The color she's of wearing a yeah. Well, she's wearing like a pansexual like T-shirt. She's like these are the ones I like, and like so Baymax shows back up at the school with like nine shopping bags. <laughs> He's got it. Oh, that's not confusing. And just. Actually, like, that's a perfect example of our and, lives now. And, There's and she's, too much. That's true. And basically, she's having this thing like, I don't want to grow up and be a woman and have to deal with being an adult. Too fucking bad. And then Baymax <laughs> actually... The wall. But, but what Baymax says to her is like, you're still who you were before this happened. It's just biology. It's just part of you now. Mm-hmm. You can still go do your yo-yo competition. Because in the meantime, she's constructed an entire tent inside the bathroom. Like, I'm never leaving. Huh. Like, it, it was very but funny. But see, how is that, like, a bad thing? That's a wonderful thing. This like, was okay. this was very inclusive and very organic, and it felt very natural. And not preachy. And not preachy. In the next episode, we are introduced to a guy who just makes fish stew. That's all he does. That's all his parents made. And he sells it from a food truck. That okay. It's great. Um, and then he develops, he develops a fish allergy so he can no longer make it. Oh, Oh, his whole identity is taken. So his whole identity is gone. And he, and so his new identity. F in chat. Yeah. yeah, But his new identity is, is that he basically, he was so scared of going and trying things. And then there's a bit where he asks a guy out. Okay. And that part felt forced. Oh, so that one didn't feel natural. It didn't feel organic. Because, like, him coming to accept the fact that there are some things that he cannot control, and it it wasn't like a, hey, I was interested in, because this character was still, like, earlier in the episode, like, hey, you should try this applesauce out. Okay. You know, because this guy, he works at a farmer's market, and he just, that's where he gets, like, his fish from. So now he just goes around this entire farmer's market, see, market discovering or- flavors yeah. and everything and then he goes from being just fish soup to the smorgasbuss oh and then i discovered i was gay see and this is just it it's like if it's it, organic st- storytelling it, it's sorry like, real quick it's smorgasbutts 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 oh god you had to spell that like it didn't feel well, well, i'll help you I, okay. I guess what's weird about it is that it didn't it didn't feel inclusive like it was inclusive but it felt like and the, and he's gay. It felt like, artificial. Like it's one of those like I'm making a D and D character. My tiefling character mm-hmm. is bi because obviously, right? It's it's it, it feels it forced. Now I like when things are organic. Um, because you like which brings me to Lightyear. Yeah, which is what I was. This is exactly what I was talking about. I'm glad that you had that example because it's like there is a difference between like an organic like just re- just showing that kind of thing like just showing 
gay people, like I was saying. Yeah. And just like because having that be the central message of the episode or show. Yeah, because people they, it feels different. It hits different. Because well, gay people are in our communities. Everybody is. So yeah, it's we like all have if, something. If it's you should, and that's just it. We weren't allowed to see people in our community before because it wasn't like allowed. And so I get the overreach right. on the other side. It's like now they want everybody, every manifestation of humans in there, and it's like if it yeah, feels forced, it, that's too much. It's it's too much. But if it's like with just. If it's organic to the story and narrative, it feels better, right? Yeah. Which is what you were going to talk about. So yeah, with light as long as yeah. your opinion on light year. Well, and then I've okay, got some, so I haven't conjecture. Okay, first disclosure: I'm 40 minutes in. I haven't seen how it ends. No spoilers. Okay. Yeah, this um, is just the beginning. Basically, I got I got to I got to the bit after um, the successful jump. Which I don't know what that means because yeah. I haven't looked at. I haven't watched. That, the that's about as vague as I can be. But there's okay. this there's this whole through line where like his partner is gay and she meets a woman and they get engaged and they have a child. Okay. And then like by the end of it, like they also have like a grandchild because there's, there's some large time skips. That's a Pixar movie. Okay. This makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's, it's basically Pixar telling that, that, that five minute tragedy. Kind of like up the beginning mm-hmm. of up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, um, they're good at that. Yeah, they're, and they're, it's they're really pulling them hard. They, Oh, God. If Pixar too. just made, like, 10-minute shorts, they can tell such amazing stories. They should, actually. That'd be great. Like, TikTok I'm, content. Which, Short which is why... Short form is the future. Yeah, which is why things like, like, Groot, Doug Days, like, all the stuff that... The upcoming um, Cars one is going to be really good, where yeah. it's just a road trip between McQueen and Mater. Oh, God. That'd it's going to be amazing. Because they end up at, like, Burning Bus or something. Oh, no! Okay, I can see where this is going. (laughs) It's going to be... It it looks so good. Burning Um, Bus. Burning Bus. I like it. But, yeah. Do you know more people die at Burning Man every year than died at January 6th? Well, yeah. Not that many people died at January 6th. Exactly. Anyway, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that's... that's I'll let everybody use their imagination. Oh, we're getting canceled twice in this episode. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Back to light here. Here's the thing, though, is you still shouldn't do that. No one has ever said no. that that was good behavior. No, okay. I'm not standing yeah. up for people. Okay, we don't need to go down this. No, we'll now. do that a different we're, time. We're doing actually, an anniversary special. Point is, uh, the, honestly, the reaction yeah. to January 6th is what I'm making fun of. But back to Lightyear. Sorry, that's very true. I digress. Um, I actually am excited to see it, but I have to watch it with the rest of my family. So yeah. I'm eventually going to watch the whole thing. It is Which is why, is. when I had my own no. revenge well, sleep time, I watched how, Godzilla. He explained how they dealt with Chris Evans' voice. Yeah. The retconning part was interesting. Too. Yeah, the. The whole bit at the beginning of the movie, like there's there's like two black panels where it's like in 1995, Andy received a Buzz Lightyear toy for his birthday. Mm-hmm. It is an action figure from his favorite movie. This is that movie. So that's how they canonically that is how place it, the movie. That is how it is placed. The movie is oh, from 1995. We get the movie of the toy that is okay. Yeah, yeah which that is, was my theory was how they were going to canonize this. And, and the thing is, is that if you miss those two frames. You don't it know makes what no the sense. Fuck, yeah. But there's a moment so uh, in the first 40 minutes yeah. that I thought yeah. was hysterical where he hates the auto navigation, but he pulls it out because it's like it's not talking correctly, but he pulls it out and blows on it. Oh. And then plugs it back in. Nice. And I'm like, mm, I know what that reference means. Yeah. Remember those old Nintendos? I know what that reference means, and Gen Z isn't going to know what that means. <laughs> but we do. But I know what that meant. And Karen's like, ah, the thing. So, so me and my wife are singing, they're like, huh, that's hilarious. And Jeff's like, why? But he's you also four. Know. He's so. four. He would ask why. <laughs> uh, back when we used RAM sticks instead of CDs. Uh, 
which which is weird because Nintendo like went went to discs and then now they're back to it. Back to cartridges? Yeah. Are the, they back to the SDs basically? Yeah, SD they're cards? SD card like all the the, the Switch, DS and stuff. Yeah, the Switch and the DS. And I thought the Switch was they're digital little, only. To be they're little, no, they're they're they're, they're cards. They're, they're actually little SD cards. Little they're little SD cards. Okay. And no, I think honestly, gaming will go back to cartridges because now they're surpassing um, the data storage limits of CDs of discs. Of yeah. Discs, well, so. you have to download so much stuff. Uh, anyway. That is people, an entirely different discussion. We'll have a whole episode on that on changing mediums because it's happening, but. Again. Um, I do want to point out two things since related um, to exactly what we've been talking about. So f- the first thing is kind of a continuous of what I was saying earlier, why I got lit up on the, the coffee shop post. Because <laughs> okay. then everybody got jumped on my ass and were like, we're supporting local business. <clears throat> and okay. I was like, that's nice and all, but like you could just fucking make coffee at home and not make a line out into oh, the street and block also, me from getting to work. Right next door, there's an, an, a local roaster and you can buy the beans from them. You could buy so the you beans. could support the local. Because I go to the it's coffee funny. shop exactly once or twice a month as a treat because I like home espresso. I, I get like espresso. once every couple months. Yeah. yeah, well, you have little kids. I've graduated. I never went at all. when they I also find them. just like some Folgers in the morning is better than just Ugh. like that, that chocolate milk extravaganza. Well, I don't put that stuff in my yeah. coffee. I literally just have an Americano with cream. Mm. That's all I get. You, so I'll get like a white chocolate sausage. But I don't even care what... Okay, I'm here's gonna splurge, the thing. I'm gonna I don't care what people do, <laughs> but when you start complaining about it on the internet, it's like, what mm-hmm. are you doing in, to offer... So, okay. That's what I mean. My whole entire point of like calling them out was like, you're in the line bitching about it, contributing to the line that you're bitching about, so what are you bitching about? What is the whole point of this... You're just throwing a bitch into the air, but you're actually making the problem. Well, guess what What happened? the fuck? And we're supporting local bitches. At least in Athol, you have people not getting murdered, like, down the Very road true. at my house. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you guys hear this? I didn't know where you were about Tom, to go with that. Tom, Tom down the road from my house. Oh, uh, yes. Down the road. Okay, murdered. so you get on my Facebook <laughs> town page, and it's like 66-year-old man murders other man in the yard or whatever. So yeah. just down the street... These guys lived together, and apparently they got in an argument, and one ended up dead in the yard, just down the road from a house. So, I mean, you know what though? Yeah. That's keeping um, your property values down. That's true. My that taxes point, are great. Yeah. So, keeping yeah, your yeah, taxes, yeah. your taxes. Down. I just, you know, <laughs> I really should, that. I really should just encourage all my, like most of my neighbor, like I've got new neighbors from like Texas and Wisconsin. My next door neighbor is a Marine. I'm pretty sure I could convince all of them just to come out once a week and fire off a couple of shots. It, oh, no, it already's yeah. happening. Just, uh, just a couple of, because I'm sorry to say t- this, yeah. but it, that only works when it's African Americans firing the weapons. We've learned this from blockbusting back in the 80s. Oh. Okay, yeah. but I will make a point now. Okay, here's something. Katie's compendium of moving to the country. Just because you buy five acres in the country and you move to it doesn't mean that there are not houses in the acreage around you. And I know you're real excited to shoot your gun in the air. That's also a felony, by the way. Well, no, it's just, I don't, every night for the last two nights, because gunfire doesn't bother me. I live in the woods. Right. But some person through the trees here to the north of me, which there's lots of houses now, is shooting their gun at like, one, why are you shooting at nine at night? It's twilight. You can't see to hit any targets. They're using their brand new night vision goggles. Well, probably. I just don't get what they're doing, and it's it's all. I think it's a novelty that I've moved to the country. Not I'm gonna shoot, shoot my gun, gun. <gasps> and it's like okay, but but what else? And then also speeding. We have such a problem yeah. with people. They don't understand. Actually, we have both 
of oh, the polarity. So the, the, extremes the extremes on both on ends are what is so infuriating. Oh, the extremes are yeah. crazy, right? There's like 10 good drivers in Idaho, and the rest of the people either go too fast or too slow. We could do a whole episode well, about that. that okay, is, yeah, I have. Uh, I think we, I have. Yeah, we've, we've done two or three, I think, <laughs> that, at this point. You know what's funny is that that's not new under the sun. That's a George Carlin bit. Where it's oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Everybody who drives faster than you is a maniac, and everybody who drives slower than you is an idiot. Nobody drives my speed. <laughs> that's true. And I think a lot of it is there's just a huge influx in population, well, so we're noticing it more. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. I think it is. It's um, just... I think it's the fact so, that your gas is like 10 cents cheaper up here than it is in Cornwall. That doesn't help, yeah. yeah. yeah so I do have um, another small point to make on this whole woke thing. Okay. Yeah. Since we're not talking about wokeness overall, we're talking about kind of like reactions to wokeness a little yeah, bit. The yeah, the knee-jerk reaction. The knee-jerk so, reaction. Um, yeah. Another Facebook post I was on, it was about the murder hornets in Washington. I don't know how many people are versed in this or like where you're listening to, but up in Washington State... Um, Actually, okay, it started in Canada. Let's go to the beginning. They went to Vancouver, In yeah. Canada, Vancouver, I don't know how, like, I guess these bees stowed away on, uh... They're Japanese. They're not bees, they're hornets, sorry. They're Japanese. They're, they're Asian. Asian they're giant the hornets, the right yeah. word. They don't want to say that they're the Japanese kind, but they've hinted that they're the Japanese kind. It's not to panic No, looking, looking... It's the Japanese Looking exactly hornets. at them, they're the Japanese yeah. murder hornets. Because there is Asian giant hornets, there's European giant hornets, but the Asian giant hornets are the Japanese are orange, ones. Are orange and black. And they're, they're terrified. They're crank- they're, they're fucking terrifying. And they but will decimate a bee colony. Apparently they're not that aggressive towards humans, thank God. No. That's what they've come to find out. They, but anyway, so they hopped over here to Canada, and they've migrated south to Washington. And Washington has them pretty under control now. Because they're, they're actually good at containing stuff. But instead of like, you know, instead of like, if any time there was to have a genocide of any type, it would be to eliminate the, those hornets here in the United States. Well, they're an invasive because species. Because our, yeah. our honeybees don't have a defense, and that's all they do. They're called murder hornets, not because they murder people, but because they will go and decimate entire mm. colonies of honeybees. And our honeybees already in like to a fight matter the of yellow minutes. jackets, because they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they can fight the yellow but, uh, jackets. But our honeybees but don't have that, like... Um, that knowledge of like how do we take down the hornets yet, and it could no, it'd be have like an Asian carp. Well, it's, yeah, it could have drastic like implications. But that that is such a weird like show of like how evolution actually affected something because yeah, like they they talk about it where it's like what the bee, what Japanese honeybees do is they swarm over them, they Overheat vibrate them. their bodies, they cook them, they heat their bodies up. The murder hornets have a like temperature threshold of like one hundred and four. And the honeybees have it of 106. Yep. So they, heat up to, they heat up to 105. Yep. And they basically cook the fucking hornets to death. Which is awesome. Slowly. That is that is the <laughs> evolution. And then they just, they do that until they basically roast them. Yep. Which is insane. It's And it, and to do all of this as a hive mind, as in like the workers doing it, they're not exactly like thinking for themselves. So like the queen somehow figured out how to like command the army to do that it's a fucking fascinating it's thing it's pheromones i've never yeah. been more fascinated studying that shit but um so here's the thing the washington entomologist i think that's entomologist entomologist right, for the bugs I got always get confused with etymology, which is words, right? Yeah, int is with which is ironic. Int is bugs, et is. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so with it, that, right? the Washington yeah. entomologist, instead of again rallying to just like get rid of these things in Washington before they decimate our farmlands, um, they decided we're going to change the name of the hornets to the Northern Giant Hornet. But it's which I. I fucking hate that because it means that we've accepted that they're just a part of our oh, life now. Shit. As opposed to like calling a murder hornets where it's like we should avoid them and no, they call them Northwest Giant Hornets as if like now we've accepted they're always going to be here forever. We're going to have to deal with them blah 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 blah. Anyway, I commented some stuff about that, but somebody was on there like on the same page 
And they were like, um, basically saying like, oh God, now the fucking scientists are over here with the bugs are woke. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, in what part of that article, which just outlines why they changed the name and like a little bit about the Hornets. It wasn't even a very informative article. It was like, shit we've already read. What implied wokeness? Yeah. yeah. What part of that implied wokeness just because... What I had to interject and be like, dude, listen, I don't think this is wokeness. There's plenty of good examples of actual wokeness. These are just scientists who have like an actual compassion for these animals. And they're like, they, I think they just wanted to remove the stigma that they're bad because they, oh, no, they really engage somebody on the internet. Is that uh, woke? Like, but it really made me think like, where is the line? Woke is an, what did I say? What was it earlier? It's what happened to political correctness. It became woke because woke is it, easier to spell. It's easier to spell. Basically, yeah. It's the same thing. It's just up to... It's mm -hmm. different between each generation because each generation has norms that the previous one didn't. Yeah. You know, like when we were kids, there was no gay marriage. Just in a 20-year period, we had that. Like, So think mm -hmm. of the norm change just in that short amount of time. And we all think it's, it's to us, it's a right that should have always been there to our, even our ancestors, preceding ones, they mm -hmm. still are weird about it. Like, of course. And that is weird to us. So that's where the vehemence comes in the woke thing mm -hmm. is now we're more on to trans uh, rights and identifying with yeah. pronouns. And I, stuff yeah. Like and that. gender things. And so that's the next stage of this psychosocial evolution. It's a really fascinating subject yeah. to me. I just wish people would be nicer to well, each other. Well, I think other everybody, about it. everybody's I mean, line. Everybody's kind of line is different. Yes. So, yeah. like, that guy's line, whatever it was, just a compassion for animals, right? Yeah. But they think, oh, my God, somebody, like, cares about something. They're woke. Whereas my line is just, like, if it seems like cultural Marxism, that's what I call woke. Well, I did read someone Fair. made a comment about they needed to take the Asian out of the Asian hornet name because Asian people also, were getting beat up. So, that is a little uh, more... That could, is, I mean, if that might, I don't know if that necessarily had anything to do with the name change. I really think I it was know. just the fact that I thought they were specific to Japan. I thought they were actually. They're Japanese. called well in Japan. They're called Japanese giant horns, but hornets. in Asia, they're Asian. Yeah, horn, like. We're, but we're being told that those specific ones that came here were just called Asian okay, giant hornets. From I think they came from. Uh, where did like, they say they came from? Because like it wasn't Japan. China? But that's what I feel I think like it was China, gets yeah. a little too far. But they're far, about guys, the same bugs. They're because have different. you ever walked up and you see an Asian carp? Because those are really invasive, and then you think you want to go beat up. An Asian person, like no one does. Yeah, that. I don't think like, there's. I don't think that had anything to do with like the Asian violence. No, I feel like that to me Though is I will a, never a bridge too either. far. Yeah. No, Asian violence is horrifying. Yeah. We haven't all violence is. So horrifying. let me let me start by saying real quick. Um, I don't agree with. And I don't think I would do this personally, but I understand at least why they did the internment camps for the Asians uh, during World War II. It was a knee-jerk reaction. I it was a knee-jerk reaction, and I understand why they did it. It was like, well, this is dangerous because they realized like the, that was part of Eastern Asians' warfare tactics was to infiltrate, you know? Yeah. Notice um, we didn't have any German camps, though, and had a lot that, more Germans Yeah, here. but we were not even... Yeah, of, honestly, sadly, we weren't even focused on Germany during the whole war. We were like, well, I hope that doesn't boil on over here, but... Yeah. We're, it was Japan. We didn't even do shit until Japan bombed yeah. Pearl Harbor. And then our entire focus was mainly on Japan. Well, and also our... But we were still providing, like, racist. financial support and weaponry to, like, some of our allies in Europe. But and we were mainly focused on Japan because they were the ones that actually came and attacked us, allegedly. And also... I, if that wasn't a false flag, because oh now I'm starting to wonder these days. And but. that's another thing I have. <laughs> I have a huge problem with. I listened to a good lecture podcast about this the other day. We have different cultural mores and thought processes and things that we consider normal 
just even 20 years ago, it's different, right? Yeah. So when you take a cultural context and apply it to people's thought processes, of course they're going to look stupid and evil 40 or 60 or 100 years ago or 500 mm-hmm. years ago. But they yeah. did not think like we did as far. And I'm not excusing the bad behavior. Bad behavior is bad behavior. Right. But it's like, I, I you can it's always It's hard to go, sometimes recognize what the bad behavior is when it's culturally acceptable. And when you yeah. go back in time, you can always find bad things. But it seems like people, nobody focuses on the good stuff, too. Yeah. Like, there wasn't all bad. Yeah. Do you think that the um, Pharisees who were stoning the Jews back in the Bible days, right? Um, do you think they thought that that was bad at all? No, they, they literally... No, literally, thought- the whole town would get involved. Like, smiling and laughing and throwing... Literally killing somebody... And they're out there laughing. And we know that that's yeah. not uh, that still happens. It happens in Brazil still. That still happens in the Middle East. Yeah, in the Middle East, every everywhere, you know. I don't know that that could be coming to a small town near you anytime Could soon. be, yes. We don't know. That's the thing. But Christian you don't even nationals know. are weird. Yeah. It does make me wonder, yeah. like, what are some of the things we are doing as a culture now that's bad? Some of it's like very to... easy to recognize, like, you know, invading Ukraine. Not okay. So. Yeah. That, <laughs> or Taiwan, I guess, soon. Yeah. By the time you guys hear this, it's probably Taiwan. <laughs> I also think infringing on other people's yeah, like autonomy just because of your religion is a terrible thing. And I think we'll look back in history and be like, that was mm-hmm. horrifying. I think that's something that's literally happening right now. And when I say religion, I mean not just Judeo-Christian ones. I mean any group. Oh, yeah. A religion is something I'm, that you adhere to, ideals. Uh, honestly, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm kind of starting to get on board with like Norse paganism. Um, I'm really, Most millennials are now. I'm that's really, a trend. I'm really, no, I'm like learning about what they believe in and how they do things. I'm kind of... If I had to pick one. Yeah. It's a very... Yeah, that one's a very, like, easy to take on kind of religion and type of Odin thing. protects, man. Come on. Odin protects. And values wisdom. But, uh... I kind of don't like religion because it's man's way of meeting whatever hierarchy that they put... See, I hate control. Right. So I'm a terrible... Well, well, it's just like how for, like, thousands of years... Or not thousands, but for hundreds at least of years, for sure... Like, the Catholic Church, they have their thing going on, right? They do. Yeah. And then you got people like that John Marco Allegro guy who comes out and he's like, this this was all wrong. They misinterpreted, on accident, um, these these pagan teachings about mushrooms, is what this guy was saying. What the whole Christian religion was, was like hidden messages about these mushrooms that they were worshipping. <laughs> wow. Wow. This, you gotta listen about this guy. He's fucking fascinating. He's got a lot of really good points, some of which the Catholic Church still can't even refute. About it because they know what information they hid thousands mm. of years ago, or whatever. Well, you mesh, sorry, hundreds of years. You mesh the culture of the time with the new information yeah. for a control structure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that guy's right, but he has an interesting point of view on the whole thing. Well, my thing is, is I hate how you can't separate people from their ideology. It's like I just like people. Yeah. Just and that's just a part of who they are. And you know what's interesting is people change as they live. Like you were talking about earlier, what you thought you think right now, you might think differently 10 years from now. For sure. And so it's like, why would you persecute someone? Like that part of the woke culture is digging Mm -hmm. up stuff people said a decade ago or five years ago. They're not the same person. I think a lot of people's opinions shift and ebb and flow a lot. Like when I was 20, my early 20s, I was not okay with guns. Just because I all I was exposed to of that culture was the gun violence all over yeah. the news and shit. So in my mind, a lot of the time I was thinking, where's everybody got guns, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then as I grew older and more wise and more exposure to other cult, you know, other cultural mindsets, I realized like it's pretty fucking important that we are armed, like realistically. That's kind of why Russia never invaded. Yeah. And Japan. That's literally the reason that we've never been invaded <laughs> in like a legitimate Which, way. They have to like... Go out of their way to do all this weird espionage, secret squirrel shit if they want to take us down, which... 
Actually, you know, that's a whole got, other episode. Which has gotten a lot, which has gotten a lot easier with social media. Yeah, thanks TikTok <laughs> uh, and Twitter. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're getting on to our forty-two minute mark here, which yeah, is a little over. Probably... So, uh, but yeah, it's just. Yeah. Um, where is your line for wokeness, guys? Message us on the Discord. Yeah, is there is there a particular level of like forced wokeness? Yeah. yeah do you like it more? And I'm not talking about just like... people existing. Yeah. Like gay people exist, trans people exist. They're real people. They're they're not made up. Yeah. They're not comic book characters. These people are real and they have feelings. They're people. One hundred percent. They just have you know. I often wonder too, like do you, the overrepresent. They're a very small part of our society, like as far as numbers go. And so I sometimes wonder. I've heard people complain about that. There's just like in every frame there has to be. And I, I wonder if that's just the production in Hollywood well, and stuff. There's, and yeah. Well, there's that, that, that. I'm curious about... And see, this is not me criticizing any of the woke... I actually want to understand it. Like, I want to understand, like you said, what is wokeness to you? How far is too far? Yeah. Yeah. Like... That was kind of mostly the underlying topic yeah, of the and episode Yeah, and it's today. a good one. Like, how do you feel about Pride Month? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I hate the pandering. I love the people. Yeah. Like, these corporations that yeah. do huge amounts of damage to humans and the environment... I don't like that much. And so when they are like, oh, I celebrate pride, it's like, do mm. you? Or are you just trying to make money off of an oppressed group of people? That's the one. But then there's the opposite end of that where it's just like, uh, where it's all about the tribalism, the team. This is yeah. our team. Chick-fil-A. We're going to win no matter what. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Fuck I don't Chick-fil-A. like that. Yeah. On either side of the, uh, just the, the whole tribalism thing. We can go on all day about Well, that, that we could. So we're going to end instead of going on about tribalism for an hour. Because <laughs> um, we can do that in a different episode. Yeah, we can. Always. Um, you guys go on the Discord. The link's always in the description. You know how the internet works. Twitter.com slash go I the show. Who the fuck uses Twitter anymore? Uh, I have it. Bots. I get notifications about it. I don't fucking use I'm, it anymore. We just launched decentralized Twitter. We need to make a bot. That's it's the whole awesome. thing. It's awesome. I've been enjoying well, it. I'll good. talk about that later. Yeah. I've been enjoying it. It's a beta thing. I think it's funny. I've used decentralized social media a little bit. Nothing on the scale of what you... Oh, this your, is blockchain the stuff based. Yeah. But it's at the same time, I've realized that... Um, I think we'll get in this more in depth in the other episode, in the next episode, but like, it's the same thing. It always, in, it always evolves to the same problems, no matter if it's decentralized or not. Oh yeah. A good example of that is truth social, Donald Trump's truth social. That's not decentralized. It's not decentralized. That's not my point. I wasn't talking about necessarily decentralized, but any social media period, I, decentralized or not, will always fall down the same holes that Twitter has. That's because we haven't evolved to handle the amount of information. Yeah, we've talked about yeah, this. It's before. a human thing. It's, yeah. not, it's nothing to do with these companies either. I think it's a human thing. We'll get into it a different time. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Love the action on Discord lately with you guys. Yeah, yeah we've been having yeah. fun on the Discord and go on. I've been posting TikToks in the bubbly cooler. Yeah. We kind of have a three-speak channel that we never make videos for anymore. Eventually we will. Winter's like, coming. I have a funny story about that, by I the way. I think this fall ah. we'll get to that. Um, when No, not now. Okay, for so, later. Next time. Anyway, okay. guys, this is the end of the podcast. You know how it goes. Bye. Bye. Bye.